Welcome, everyone, to the Dynamo Abroad podcast, where we talk about anything and everything Dynamo Kiev related. I'm your host, Alex Lishik, and with us to take care of some business today, coming from across the pond is Dima. How's it going, Dima? Oh, you know, I'm doing all right. It's been, you know, a pretty boring week for Dynamo. I mean, you know, nothing nothing of significance has happened nothing has changed no seriously this is this 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 should be a special one and joining us also from the great state of new york is eric how's it going eric it's going well nursing home let me out for a little bit to record this so very much looking forward to it yeah good good to see you and good to have everyone on the pod today uh we'll jump straight into some latest news um Bit of injury concern. Uh, Vitaly Boyalski could require surgery and may miss as much as three months, uh, but he'd prefer to wait until the end of the season. So I don't know exactly how serious it is. Um, I mean, I, I'm not sure exactly what is the best move here, um, but you know we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Nazari Rusin uh, is linked to go to Vetus or Ruch. Um, Two fairly interesting clubs. I mean, Venice still has to has some work to do to get promoted, excuse me, back into the Premier League. Uh, but, you know, one could argue those are two clubs for the future, but, you know, uh, we shall see. And Legia does not have enough money to buy Shabanov. Um, this one I don't get because I, how much are we really expecting for Shabanov? Like 1.8 million. That's 1.8 million too much. Yeah, and we complain about our owners. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and speaking of our owners, our owner Surkis has apparently had uh, some discussions with transfers uh, with Buchescu, and uh, Dinamo is also linked to Galatasaray and Brazilian center half uh, Marçal or Marcal, I'm not sure exactly how you pronounce that. Um, valued at 12 million euros on transfer marked. Um, Interesting one. He's been linked before. Um, I could understand why Luchesco may want more of an experienced center back to partner the three young kids. And you're also not sure um, about Burda. Uh, what about his health? And um, back going back to uh, another incoming transfer, uh, Buffon has been linked to Dinamo. So, uh, Eric, what, what do you think about that? Would you take Buffon at Dinamo? Personal bias aside, yeah, I would. Um, I'm personally not the biggest fan of him, but. Uh, I think one of the things that we need, I mean, for the squad as a whole, not just for the goalkeepers, but is a mentor. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, the goalkeepers, you take a look at, um, you know, Bouchon, especially Nestor, I think could really use someone that's experienced, that's, you know, been, uh, that's been through what Buffon has been through in, you know, in Italy, the Champions League, things like that, even though he doesn't have a, Champions League medal, uh, partly in part due to uh, Shevchenko, which um, I never let my Juventus friends forget. But um, but no, I think that he has a lot of valuable experience. I even think that he could be someone that can come up, um, you know, should we need him to. I take a look at like Boyko, who just comes in um, when we, who, who is it that we beat in the penalty shootout? Colos. Uh, it was it was Carlos when he came in and, and made, yeah so even just having him for situations like that but like I said not necessarily someone that's going to get a ton of playing time but just kind of like that leadership and that mentorship figure um, within our team that has a lot of valuable experience to share I think you know in that sense we we are lacking players um, like that now I do want to say that I think that there's a zero percent chance that this happens um, 
But if it were going to happen hypothetically, then yeah, I would, I, I would be for it. I think one thing I also want to add is not only here, uh, Dima, let me just say this quick one. I'll let you, I'll let you um, respond. Um, oh, now I forgot my point. Um, also, I think one thing it does, it gives not a bit of credibility, but it kind of puts a bit of a spotlight back on Dynamo, which I feel like we haven't had in a couple of years, probably not since that run to the round of 16 in the champions league. Um, you know, we were in the champions league this year, but you know, what, it's not such a good run. Um, so maybe, you know, bringing in Buffon can give uh, a bit of a spotlight on Zanama. Uh, Dima, what did you want to add to that? I, want, I just, all I want to say is I really, really highly doubt that Buffon would come to Dynamo full stop. But if you came, football-wise, um, I... To put it to put it slightly, I really don't think he'd be a second choice because you know he's already warming the bench at Juventus. Well, <laughs> I don't think he'd go from warming the bench at Juventus to walking to the bench uh, in Dynamo in Ukraine. I'm sorry, but that's just that's just the truth. Um, well, my last point is: Do I want to see him as a player? There are some positives. There are some negatives. He'd require he'd want a massive wage. I probably like probably like what the rest of our squad combined um he is old i don't know how long we have him he'd probably start the development even more of Nishirit, which is already something that i'm not really but at the same you know at the same time <clears throat> this is a this, this is a world cup winning um this is a world cup winning goalkeeper you know i think he didn't he come close to winning the ballon d'or i mean i'm I, probably I, I wouldn't be shocked probably probably he was probably close to winning the ballon d'or right so that would to put it slightly again uh raise the credibility you know some some hype some pr uh for the club but on the condition i'd want him is for him to replace mikhailov in the in the coaching stuff you know mikhailov's been here for about 20 years and you've got to ask yourself how many goal, goalkeepers has he ruined you know borgush where did he go? You know, Corvel, where did he go? Richard where did he go? I mean, look at how, look at the mistakes our goalkeepers make when, you know, rushing out to play crosses. Um, but yeah, uh, Buffon would, would be quite the upgrade in that department. Um, but yeah, enough from me. Would be, I, I'm willing to bet money that this isn't going to happen there. But yeah. Uh, and we'll do one last bit of transfer news. Um, Depena said he could have gone to FC Dallas. Uh, Dima, you have any thoughts on that? Uh, first of all, um, I, I doubt that I'm the MLS specialist here. Um, but uh, honestly speaking, um, I mean, I'll, I'll just I'm just having a look at the table as we speak. Um, FC Dallas. See, this is the thing, Alex. You would have been. Uh, I think you're more qualified. Okay, here we go. FC, that, to be fair, they've only played two games, but they are in, I'm not sure what any of this means, but they are 12 um, in the Western Conference um, with one draw and one loss. And, and I know it's only two games played, but uh, I don't really see how that's an upgrade. Um, I do, I recognise the fact that, you know, it's closer to his... Um, it's closer to his homeland in uh, Uruguay, uh, closer to his family, of course, which is, you know, well, for him, that's a, that's a big, you know, that's a big plus. Um, 
it's, it's kind of an interest. I mean, it's an interesting, it's an interesting enough league, isn't it? I mean, it's getting more attention, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a transfer that I, I think him to the MLS at this point, it's it's almost inevitable at this rate. But yeah, we'll only time will tell. Um, is it a transfer? What to see? Not really, uh, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not going to get too into their season because I haven't watched them yet. But they they drew nil nil against Colorado and lost three one to ten man San Jose. Um, short and sweet, that is not great. Uh, I'll just I'll just leave it at that. So yeah, not um, not sure what his thinking is there from a playing standpoint. I'm, I'm pretty sure the money isn't going to be too much different. And I'm sorry, but I'd rather play Barcelona and Juventus in the Champions League every week than Colorado and San Jose. Um, so that's the end of our uh, news segment. Now we'll move on to the In Who Let's review. And um, uh, Eric, um, nothing really ha- crazy happened in this game, right? Like nothing was really, it was kind of like a dull affair, you know. Dinabo took a while to get going. What do you think of the game? Yeah, I mean, if, if you ask some of the people that said Dinamo have made no progress this year, they'd probably tell you that this was a very lucky win for Dinamo. Um but um, I'm telling you, I, I don't know. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to say I don't know where this was all season, right? Because at the end of the day, the, it's the results that matter. Um, but uh, the energy level, I guess, is really what I was, what I was looking for. Um, I thought that this was a team that looked like they wanted the title and they wanted to come out and say, this is ours. We're leaving no room for error. We deserve this. It's done. And I could not have been more pleased with this performance. I thought that everyone looked fantastic from the kickoff. I thought tactics looked good, you know, finally against a team that we really shouldn't be sitting back against. We had a high line of engagement, pressing aggressively for the entire match, which I really enjoyed. Um, I I just such an incredible match. And I know that it was against, uh, you know, in Holetz, who is not the most competitive team in the Ukrainian Premier League, but that's not to say that we haven't struggled with some of these players or with some of these teams. Um, <clears throat> you know, the last time we played them, what we won two nil, right? And I mean, it's not like it was with with the Garmash masterclass, right? Exactly, exactly. And it's not like it was that comfortable of a win. But this match, like I said, I mean, to me, I felt that there was a very clear message presented before this game of listen. We win this game. The title is ours. We're going to go do it, period. Leave no stone unturned. Um, And that's exactly what we did. I mean, if we look back through some of the highlights of the match, I mean, I thought that the passing, um, I mean, really overall, but especially like in the first quarter of an hour or so, was just very accurate to me. It was crisp. um, You know, again, very accurate. I I was very pleased with it. Um, You know, we had a cross from Depena. Zabotany headed it home at the far post. Um, you know, Bujanski had a chance following a, a set piece, but uh, keeper saved it. Keeper actually had several decent saves throughout this match. Um, Shaparenko uh, played a free kick and Bisiedin following the set piece headed at home. Um, let me see what else did we have. I mean, there's just so many things that happened over the course of this match that, um, you know, we created so many chances against this team. Um, you know, I guess really the only thing that I'm looking back that was a negative was when Bouchon almost let the ball roll under his, roll under his foot and back into the goal. 
Um, and then Luchescu yelled at him, rightfully so, because you need to pay you need to pay attention. But um, but yeah, I mean, um, let me see what else did I have here. Um, you know, we, we looked really dangerous in the first half, solid defensively. I mean, we pretty much didn't allow them to do anything. Um, very good execution from set pieces. I thought we did a really good job of, um, you know, Bisedin and then um, Bujarski did a really nice job of finding pockets of space between their midfield and defensive line. And there were just huge gaps there that they were exploiting that I thought, I thought that they did a really nice job with. Um, you know, at halftime, <clears throat> a couple substitutions. We had Andrievsky for Shaparenko, Caravaio for uh, Kenziora. Um, you know, the, there was a goal that was shortly after halftime where uh, Sahankov had his header saved. Bujalski um, had his header saved, then again by the keeper before Sahankov finally tapped it home. Um, again, you know, keeper made some pretty nice saves until we were finally able to get the third goal. Um, and then, you know, really, I just remember one shot from Inholetz. It was outside the box, right at Bouchon. Really wasn't going to trouble him. Um, but um, Sahankov also had a really nice goal that uh, I think it actually deflected off of a, a player's head um, and then hit the underside of the crossbar, went in for goal number four. Um, I mean, Popov had a really nice strike, I think with his left foot too, from outside the box that he put on, on target and the keeper made a really nice save on that. Um, you know, Garmash had a decent chance, um, in the second half following a nice pass from Shepeliev. Um, and then we, I'm missing someone's goal. Whose goal am I missing? Did you mention Popov's uh, header? Popov, that's right. That's who it was. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I just, <clears throat> there were so many chances that we created in this match. We asked a lot of questions of the keeper, um, high intensity for the whole match. And like I said, I mean, this is, this pretty much sums up our season for me and it sums up the title. Like this could not have been better for a game or for a game for us to win the title with, um, was this kind of performance. I think that this was just the cherry on top of the cake for this season, you know, moving forward now, again, not to say that I want to throw the other games away. Absolutely not. But I want to see some rotation. You know, I want to see players like uh, Lednev, you know, Andrievsky, Shepeliev, uh, Supriaga, um, Sirota get playing time. And I'd like to see a little bit of rotation up until the cup final against uh, Zoria, where, you know, like I said, I'd like to see a full, a full strength first team squad and hopefully complete the domestic trouble. But yeah, I mean, I really don't have enough good things to say about this match. I know it wasn't against the best of uh, the best of uh, opposition, but I thought tactics were good. Energy level was good. I mean, this is how we should be playing against virtually all teams in the Ukrainian Premier League. Um, but yeah, huge performance. Everyone performed well um, and obviously sealed the title with it. Um, really big for Dinamo. It was a happy day. Uh, Dima, is there any players uh, for you that stood out in particular? Oh, honestly, um, well, the player that stood out to me most was um, Supriaga, who came on in the 17th. No, seriously, um, everyone was really, really good in that starting uh, in that starting lineup. Uh, the subs had a good impact too. I want to say we scored five, uh, five goals. 
but in fact the goalkeeper still made nine saves so if there's anyone you could um could blame for that result it's not the goalkeeper because uh, because without him would have been a, a lot worse um but yeah everything eric said uh he's 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 right because you know it's really good pressing um good really good passing good flowing game you know the opponent yeah sure they're not the most they're not they're not the most um competitive team that's that's right but um today in particular doing nothing and well we let well we let them do nothing in defense maybe the level helped uh, a little bit but um yeah great game and to be honest before the before the game i was i was really expecting uh something like you know, a complacent performance where you know the opponent parks the bus and we just have we just create nothing, you know, roll the ball around, um, and you know, just a typical you know, complacent in them performance. But I was delighted to be proven wrong, um, and yeah, good for us. I mean, uh, in fact, let's just let, let's not forget here that if we if we somehow drew this game, we actually we actually still would have won the title because in fact Shakhtar lost their, their game 2-0 against Alexandria away. Um, so in perspective, uh, this game didn't really mean anything either. But yeah, Ingolias was a good game to, uh, it was a good team to have, um, to, you know, possibly win the title against. Um, but yeah, uh, great performance. And on a day where Dinamo win 5-0 against Imgulets. We'll move on to our match ratings. Uh, Eric, we'll start with you. If you could give us your rating for Bushan. I mean, didn't really have a whole lot to do. <clears throat> like I said, he pretty much just had that one save. Um, clean sheet, though. Um, I guess I'll give him a 7. Um I was kind of between a seven and a 6.5 again, because of him letting the ball go under his foot, but that's probably being a little bit harsh. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, like I said, outside of that, he, I think, I think he only had one save um, that was that shot from outside the box, but you know, I'll, I'll give him a seven. Ima, you're rating for Kelnzora. Sorry, missed the unmute button there. Um, for a rating, I thought he was good defensively. I thought he made, I mean, he won the ball well, uh, made good interceptions going forward. Uh, he, uh, he helped, I guess. I don't think he technically got, I don't think he got an assist, but he was involved in the build up some dangerous attacks. Um, to, to rate him, I don't think realistically speaking, you can give anyone no that was seven to this or seven to and a half. All right. Uh, as usual, I'll take the center back, Zabarnia Popov. Um, it's very interesting because usually the center backs, whether it's Serota with one of the with one of those guys, they generally I feel like have a fairly similar game. You know, they usually get a six from me because you know, okay, didn't like kind of Bush. I had a steal, but I'm going to give both of them an eight. Why not? I mean, two goal for the pair of them. You know, sealing off. I think what are really good seasons for both of them, especially for Zabarni. This his first full season, and it almost feels like. Popov's first proper season with the team from the beginning. Um, although he was in the team last year, I think it's just, uh, I think it was a statement almost, you could say, by both guys that kind of caps off uh, their seasons. Uh, Eric, you're rating for Mikolenko. I'd give him a seven. Um, 
you know, again, fairly solid performance from him. I remember one uh, chance in particular where he made a run forward and received the ball and then looked to score and played it through. I think it kind of went through the keeper's legs, but he also got his foot on it. And then it kind of like went across the face of goal before it got cleared off. Um, and it should have been played across to Tsahankov. Um, But um, yeah, I mean, outside of that, like I said, part of a solid back four, kept a clean sheet, thought he looked decent going forward. So I'll give him a seven. Uh, Eric, not Eric, Dima, you're rating for Sidorchuk. Um, I I don't think he did an awful lot today. I don't think he had a lot today. I think he came off quite early as well. I think he was one of the first players to come off. And that's not to say, and that's not because he was playing badly and, you know, it was a tactical decision. Um, but it was purely to actually just, you know, just give him a give him a little rest um you know his season has been in the league he's done he's done everything um that's been required to him already so it's it's difficult for a rating is seven i think again i for this game i can't give anyone less than seven seven is fair all right uh eric oh no it's my turn i think right yeah uh buyaski right yeah that's his next um I'd say I would say maybe seven and a half. I think overall good. I think like Eric, you were saying, uh, he was finding good pockets of space. Yeah, maybe he didn't get a goal, but did he get an assist in this game? I don't. I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. But even though it's not maybe a game that will show up on the stat sheet at the end of the year, I think I think it was still a good game. So I'll go seven and a half uh, from Buyaski. Uh Eric, uh, what's your rating for Shaparenko? Um, so I had good delivery from the set piece that led to the Bissetian goal. Um, I mean, I, I don't think that he necessarily dominated the, the match, but overall fairly solid performance from him. So uh, seven. Eric, uh, Eric, again, I keep, keep messing you and Dima for some reason today. Uh, it's, a big, it's a big honor for Dima. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, Dima, you're rating for Tsiganko. Yeah, first of all, me and Eric obviously look quite similar, so uh, it's no surprise. Um, but well, listen, two goals and an assist in the game that we won 5 0 and also won the title. Well, you know, nine, nine and a half. It's fair. Uh, Depenna, um, again, I would say a reasonably solid performance from Depenna. He had an assist in this game, I'm, I'm fairly certain, I feel so. I think so, right? Yeah. Um, I'll go seven and a half as well. You know, I think good game from Dependa. Slowly maybe starting to rekindle some of his better form. Uh, and then, Eric, you're rating for Besiedin. Uh Got a goal. Um, again, kind of like a poacher's goal. Right place at the right time. Um, you know, I thought his off-the-ball movement was good. Did a good job of finding pockets of space. I mean, like I said, he kind of plays like a deep-lying forward at times, but um, you know, I, I think in this match it worked really well. Um, so I'll give him a, a seven and a half. Uh, on to the substitutes. We will start with Shepelyev. So, uh, Dima, what's your rating for Shepelyev on the day? Um, I don't remember him doing. Oh, hang on, no, he did make he did pass, he did make a few really good passes that led to chances. Um, 
I believe it was, hang on, was it, di- no, that was in a different, that, that was different, okay, um, yeah, I thought, I thought he played okay, to be honest, I don't, again, defensively, if he was, if he came on as a more defensive midfielder, he didn't really have a lot to do, but he was good passing, uh, even created himself, didn't have any shots, seven, seven and a half. Uh, on to Andrieski. Now, I don't remember Andrieski having a ton of shots or, you know, a lot of key passes and stuff like that. But I think the one thing is that I think it's very easy when you're up to nil at halftime to pass, especially you're coming on. You could come on a little bit um, and be a, bit of la- a little bit lackadaisical, kind of starting passes going astray. But, I mean, he was obviously in the team when uh, we really pushed on to uh, get a couple more goals. So I think I'll go seven and a half for Andrieski. Uh, Eric, you're rating for Karavayev. Uh, let's see. Karavayev came on in the, what? Oh, he came on at halftime. That's right. Um, I don't really remember him doing a whole lot. I mean, like I said, he's neither right nor wrong. Um, so I'll, I guess I'll just give him a seven. And uh, Dima, you're rating for Mr. High Tech himself, Dennis Garmash. Ah, the legend. Uh, first of all, uh, before this game, I was absolutely adamant that I don't want him to score a goal. And two times he came really close, but good stays from the goalkeeper. Unfortunately, kept them out. But um, I, I really, I really want to see him score uh, another time this uh, uh, in this league in this season, rather. And if he scores in the cup final, then uh, even better. But um. I thought he played. I thought he played well. I thought, you know, in terms of in terms of chance creation, I don't think he did an awful lot, but I thought he got into good positions. I thought he made. He did make some smart passes. Uh, seven and a half. And we'll finish up with Jerson. Then I think Jerson kind of it's just more of the same. It's just an overall. It's that type of performance where no one really played poorly. I, th- I think I will go again seven and a half for Jerson because I just think it. If we could get this on a consistent basis, which I'm not trying to blame the team or Luchesco, because I think, you know, where the team has been the last couple of years, I think a result like this is building towards it. I think I think the team is headed in the right direction. Uh, so that is the Inhulets game. Dinamo come out 5-0 winners. Uh, Dima, you want to add something? How about the manager? Uh, no, he gets a zero because Dinamo clearly haven't progressed since uh, Mikhail Chenka. So, I mean, what you know, if that's what the if that's what the ultras say, the ultras must be right. So, no, in all seriousness, I mean, listen, we we've given us some stick this year, but how can you argue for anything less than a ten out of ten being champions? I mean, especially with the potential of a domestic treble on. What, what about you guys? Would you guys say the same or something similar? Oh, Dima's letting me go first. How gracious. Thank you. Um, what's the saying? Age before beauty. Um, yeah. Um, I guess, yeah. I mean, anything less than a 10 out of 10 for me is just harsh. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are questions that I've had throughout the season, mostly about like substitutions that we've talked about. Um, and, you know, some of the tactical setups in uh, the Champions League matches, not to say that the losses themselves were, uh, disappointing. I mean, of course they were, but some of the ways that we set up against them, you know, when you compare that Barcelona away match compared to some of the other matches that we had. Um, but like I said, ultimately, I think that's a little bit harsh, right? Take a look at the end result. I mean, qualified for um, the Champions League, which we haven't done in, you know, since Rybrov, 
um, haven't won the Ukrainian Premier League since the Dubrov. And, and I know we just talked about this, but when was the last time that we won a domestic treble? That's a that's a good in question. the 2006-07 season. That's that's what I thought. It was like mid 2000s. Okay, um, so yeah, and I mean, if he, you know, especially if we get this win against Zoria, which I absolutely think that we can. Not trying to get ahead of myself or say it's going to be an easy match, but um, you know, we win a domestic treble. I mean, what, you know, what what could you possibly have to say, uh, you know, against him that's not nitpicking? Um, yeah, ten out of ten for me. So that uh, wraps up the Ingulets game, and we move on to a preview for this week's game against Vorskla Poltava. A tricky side, um, coached by ex-Dynamo player Maximov. Um, good team, I think. I think uh, Vladislav Kulach, their striker, in red-hot form with uh, 13 goals in, I believe, 18 games this season. Uh, so, Zima, the question is going to this game. Uh, to rotate or not to rotate? Because it's clearly a very difficult opponent. But uh, what would you be looking forward to if you were the Dynamo manager this week? Rotate. Why not? I mean, listen, the title's won. Where, are we 13 points clear in the lead now? I think it's 13. Um, I think with our even with our squad players, we should still have a fighting chance. Uh, I think we should still be considered the favourites. Um, I mean, Vorsla, yeah, listen, they've had a decent season. They had, they had, I'll tell you one thing. They have massively overperformed in terms of expected points, uh, statistically speaking. You know, Right, right now. Um, if we were to go off that, I mean, I know, I know this is kind of, uh, this is kind of a a what if thing. But right now, expected points um, say statistically they should be down in the mid table. So this is a team which you know has had its fair share of luck, but they've been a good team. You know, they've got the top scorer of the league in their team. Um, uh, this is a team, uh, a game where, you know, once again, I want to see rotation. I want to see players that don't usually get a chance to, you know, see if they can prove themselves against a decent opponent. Um, I'm not just, you know, in the cup against the second division side. Um, I don't see why not, you know. Um, if I think we should win this game. Um, I, I believe we, well, I believe we can, I believe we should. But if we lose it, then... It's not really the end of the world for me. I don't want to. I don't want to lose every game, but you know, with the title wrapped up, sorry, but it's a bit of a nothing game, really, isn't it? Um, but then again, I don't. I do want to see us win. Um, I want to, you know, get a pretty good, you know, points total. Uh, I want to, you know, still finish, you know, thirteen points clear of uh, the second, the second team in Ukraine. Um, but yeah, I hope to see some some rotations, some chances given. Honestly, good performances. Uh, Eric, same same for you. Just uh, giving some guys some uh, some minutes on the pitch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, I mean, I'm not going to just say I don't care what happens this match. I still want to play to win, um, and I still think we should win. But um, in terms of squad rotation, yeah, hundred percent. I'd be rotating for this match. I mean, you know, it's been a it's been a long year um, it's, and it's been a pretty congested year when you throw in, you know, Champions League, Europa League fixtures, um, the league, the cup, et cetera. So, you know, like I said, it's, the title's in our hands at this point. 
um, you know, I don't want to make it sound like we have nothing to play for and that, you know, just throw it away. But yeah, this is a, a chance for some other players to go on and impress. Um, you know, definitely, like you said, a tricky opponent, not one to be taken lightly. Um, I mean, the first time we played them in the season, 2-0 win, I mean, they didn't really offer a whole lot against us. Um, and I think that was also the match when Zambadini got the red card um, because he fell down and his leg went up in the air, which is a natural movement. But um, I think actually, was it Kane that got red carded for um, yeah, uh, for what saw that match? Yep. I thought there were two reds that match. Okay. Yeah. But um, I mean, they, they haven't been that great since they came back from the winter break. Um, so some of their fixtures uh, since the winter break, so they've um, and even just some recent matches. So they lost to Dnipro, Dnipro Adin, uh one nil. Um, they did beat Zoria four to two, which is an impressive win for them. But also most recently they got, beat by um, Polos 3-0. Um, so a little bit erratic. Um, you know, they do have some pace down the wings, which is typically where they like to attack with wingers and um, some of their wing backs. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that rotate and still go out with the game plan and still expect to win this one. All right, now we'll move on to a preferred starting 11. Um, Starting in goal, um, I would go Neshjeret if he was healthy. Um, and I could understand why people would want to say Boyko, but I would just say keep Bouchon because I think if there's one player you always kind of want to keep fresh as the goalkeeper. Um, I wouldn't be terribly upset if they wanted to give maybe Morgun a try, but maybe kind of save that for Marupol next week. But I would say Bouchon and goal. Um, back four, I would say Timchik at right back. Uh, center backs. Hmm. I would maybe go Sirota with one of Popov or Zabarni. I'm not really bothered either way. And then Seed Clay at left back. Once we get into the midfield, uh, I would go um, Kadiri, Bielutsa at the playing. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, that is one saucy midfield, Kadiri and Bielutsa. Um, no, uh, in the Sidor Chuk role, I'd actually go for Ali Bekov. Bring back, bring back Sidor Chuk as well. Oh, of course, absolutely. Um, and Rotan too can come out of retirement to join in the midfield as well. Um, no, in the Sidor Chuk role, I'd actually go for uh, Ali Bekov. I want to actually see, because I don't know if he's even played in a profe- in a Premier League game for Zidane. I don't think he has. What, overall? Yeah, overall. In Great. his career, yeah, he played a few times. He played in the 2017 season, I think, like, he came off the bench uh, one time. I don't even remember who it was against, to be honest. Um, I remember he did start, he got a red card in 2018, 19, one time, um, uh, when he started a defensive midfield. But overall, in 18, 19, that's when he started, towards the end of the season, he started getting a few chances here and there. And I think he always proved himself quite well. Um, for the under-21s, he looks good, but then, you know, of course you expect him to look good since, you know, he's supposed to be a level above. Um, hang on, let, let me just, just bear with me here. So, yeah, it doesn't, hang on, it doesn't 17-18, he got an assist, let alone, let alone a game, he got an assist. Two matches and one assist, top-class player, played twice in the Ukrainian Cup and played four times in the Premier League. 2018-19. But yeah, that's enough from me, you know, being a Libya number one fan. Uh, I'll, I'll let you carry on. 
Yeah, so 17-18, he played 32 minutes. Uh, and then, what, 18-19 is a 31. He played 153 minutes. So I, I don't think it could hurt to give him a, to give him a run out. Um, next, in front of him, I would put Andreevsky in the Shaparenko role. And I would put Lednev in the Bujalski role. And on the wings, I'd go Karavayev and Gerson. And through the middle, um, Supriaga, just because also I'm kind of thinking about who Voroska play at center back. And it's Chesnakov and Eric, it's your favorite uh, defender, Papa Ndia. Ndia, I apologize if I mispronounced that. Um, but they are not the quickest people in world history. Um, so I'd, I'd imagine Supriaga could have some fun in behind if we're able to get him into those spaces. So that'd be the uh, team I would go for. I'd go Bouchon and goal, back four of Tim Chick. Oh, yeah. Dima, what's up? I'm sorry, but I think I disagree with you. I'd rather give a Fanatis debut here. I mean, he he recently beat um, Alexander Aliyev's uh, record in the reserve league or the under-21 league or however you want to call it in terms of goals scored at such a young age. So I think, you know, I think I'd, I'd, yeah, maybe trying him in the deep end a little bit, but I do think he's ready. Um, but if Supraga started less, I wouldn't be disappointed. I hope that he'd show something. Um, and I hope for, I one thing I want to see Vanad play in this game, regardless of whether he starts or off the bench. Uh, hopefully, he makes his debut. Well, I'd actually want to see a couple of the young kids uh, get into the first team and make their debuts in these last three or four games. I would want to see um, the Voloshins. I would love to see. I would love to see Skorko maybe get a couple minutes. I'd love to see. Excuse me, I'd like to see Vivcharenko. You know, I wouldn't be terribly disheartened if a bunch of those guys got it. Um, so, yeah, that... Yeah. yeah, hopefully. Sorry, just one thing. Yeah, yeah Voloshin was, was a player I kind of forgot about. Yeah, really, hopefully. Um, hopefully, he does make his debut as well here. Yeah, so I, I think there's definitely plenty of options. I think we're allowed five substitutes, so I wouldn't even mind if he says, listen... The result is what it is. Not trying to throw away results, but at this point of the season, the title wrapped up. Rest some guys and also focus on uh, improving the development of some of the youngsters. So I would not be against at all um, some of the young guys getting their chances, even if even in a game that you know we still have a chance of winning or whatever. So that'd be the team. It'd be uh, Bushan and goal. Tim Chick at right back. Uh, one of Zabarni or Popov partnering Pop, uh, partnering Sorota at center back. Seed Clay at left back. Uh, Ali Bekov, Andreevsky, and Lenyev in the middle, and the front three of Karavayev, Gerson, and Supriaga. Um, now, before we go, as Dinamo did win the title, and it's the 16th title in the independent Ukraine and the 29th league title overall, including the Soviet top league, uh, we want to just do our best title winning season memory. So it could be from this year, or it could be from uh, all of the years Dinamo have won the title. So I'll go to Eric first. Uh, your favorite memory from a Dynamo title winning season? My favorite memory from a Dynamo title winning season. Who? Um, this is tough. Um, I don't. I'm trying to remember like an actual memory of like a match or something. But I'll just give like my favorite. Uh, Denalo title winning season, I guess, just from remembering them winning it would be 2008-2009 uh, um, when uh, Xiaoming was our coach. Um, and I remember like we brought in, I believe that season we bought Vukojevic um, and uh, Roman Yeryumenka, uh, both of which I liked a lot. Um, 
and I just remember you, unfortunately, we got knocked out in the semifinals um, of the, uh, the, uh, the Champions League that season. But, um, I mean, pretty solid squad. Um, oh, you just buy it up here. Okay. Um, yeah, Stratsky was in that squad. Garmash, obviously. Um, Aliyev. Uh, oh, wow. Artyom Kravitz, who could ever forget that legend? Um, yeah, this was just, this was a solid squad. Um, I, I just remember this season watching it on um, a, uh, a dodgy website that I'm sure Dima was, although actually, no, this was before Dima was born, so he wouldn't have been watching it yet. But, um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed this season a lot. Um, like I said, I thought Siomin was a fantastic coach and uh, it's awesome to see Dynamo win the, win the title that season. So that would be mine. Dima, what's yours? Well, first of all, I think I've already made, uh, already said, you know, the 14-15 season is, to, to my memory, uh, my favourite um, because after so many just horrendous years, you know, just completely shocking, you know, spend 15 million in the summer come forth you know um, the coach we had you know his instructions consisted of just shouting at the players to play football which you know that was maybe he was a bit ahead of his time then who would have thought to follow such advanced instructions um 15 16 this and also also another good season there people were saying you know well maybe Shakhtar will get into their group but no uh we 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 win it two two times in a row um I remember that's when kind of uh, uh, the kind of decline started in the squad. You know, players getting ridiculously released for free, um, replacing players that are not even close to, not even close to who they're replacing. Let alone, well, hang on, they're not even close to being good enough for the squad. Let alone being close to the players who they're supposed to replace. You know, um, I want to say, you know, Gabriel Gonzalez for. Um, Jermaine Lenz, <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, it, no, I want to say Petrovic. Um, Fidorchuk from Vilozo, sorry. Uh, but in terms of uh, the favourite game, it's going to have to be the 1-0 win over Shakhtar, I believe. September or October, I believe, was 2014. You know, it was a pretty end-to-end game, wasn't it? Um, was that Shevchuk? Was it Shevchuk that got yep. the red card for them? Yep, yep. Um, Correct. Um, but yeah, it looks like it was probably going to be a nil-nil. Then, of course, um, did they have Kanye Bolotsky in goal at that time? I don't even remember. Yeah, Bol- I remember that game really well. Kanye Bolotsky uh, did play that game. Kanye Bolotsky in goal, yeah. he um, a, de- a delivery comes in from Vilozu. Um, before Bogdan Lidnev, we had Miguel Vilozu, the set-piece specialist. Um, and in proper Zinamaki of set-piece, sorry, that was my chair. Um, in proper dynamic set-piece specialist um, start fashion, he completely overhits a corner. It's like it, it goes absolutely no one. Um, Jermaine Lenz somehow, you know, on just, listen, but his, his speed was his everything. Um, and he manages to reach the board, stop it going out from play. Um, plays, a, I believe it was a cross goal. And I think someone stops up. I forgot how who it was that crossed it in um, for the actual goal itself. It was Yermol. Yermol, well, of course, of course. Um, no doubt there. Um, but 
Vivo gets his head to it, and my favourite player of all time, Luis Adriano, heads it into his own net to make it 1-0. And that's when people start saying, well, you know, maybe Dinamo mean business this year, finally. I mean, they've made the transfers. I mean, uh, at that time, I mean, who was it? Tremolinas was sold. So still, that was made more, more or less the same squad um, as what we had. But now, that, that was what started our little run. And we went the rest of the season unbeaten. And I believe it was in the summer, like right at the start of that season, um, we drew against Olympic Benetsk away, um, which uh, wasn't really a great start. Somehow I remember that. And it wasn't really a great start to the season. Um, but yeah, uh, great memories. And then, of course, the game itself, um, to win us a title, the 1-0 game against uh, Dnipro, you know, at home. Uh, once again, uh, a corner. Once again, either... Um, Kind of, kind of a bit of a scramble in the box, and Vida gets one on one and uh, slots it into the back of the net. And the reason I'm bringing it up is, of course, it's Vida's birthday today. Domagoj Vida, so of course, also wishing him a happy birthday for being such a clutch player that season as well. Um, a player I wouldn't mind having back, but yeah, enough from me. Uh, but there's uh, there's so many, so many games to choose. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna just chime in with mine. And I mean, there are so many good seasons lately that I could choose from, but there's only one I can actually choose from. It's actually from this title-winning season, um, from the same game. Uchescu shoveling snow, and then proceeding to march 40 meters into the pitch to argue a decision with the referee. I mean, uh, he he can't get any more classic Uchescu than that. Um, so yeah, and we want to hear. DM us, tweet at us. We want to hear what, uh, to our listeners, we want to hear what your favorite uh, title winning memory is as well. Um, so, yeah, Dima, go on. Yeah, one last thing. Alex has just got the transfers of the 2013 14 season. Um, uh, and so, transfers in Bilandam, Bokani, Tremulinas, Lenz, Dragovic, Bokovic to return from Spartak. Always thought that was a weird loan. But um, I'm just I'm just gonna the, the reason I bring this up is unfortunately that's the season that the legend Dai Daigo um, left us. Um, he was a, a brilliant defender who I was super sad to see leave back to Milan. Um, he, he did so well to us. Was an absolute beast. Uh, no, seriously, um, I was a pretty horrendous left back. But yeah, um, I'm just going off here. Um, <laughs> keep going, Alex. Uh, yeah, this oh man, this was this was a good okay. It was not a good season, but on paper, but I don't know. I this this was a I think a fourth place finish is pretty respectable to be honest. That is true. 50 million spent more should have been spent, shouldn't it? 50 million is it's not enough to win you, the title in Ukraine. You you know what you are right because I forgot, you know, there were some really heavy hitting teams like Metalurg Danetsk and like Sevastopol. They were those were some top teams, top teams that season. And who could forget the famous Arsenal Kiev team who folded halfway through the year? I mean, come on. Um, no, no, uh, less as Dima would say, less of that. Um, so that brings us to the end of our show. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Dima, if someone wants to get into contact with you, how can they do that? Well, I would say Mikola Maruk. Um, the camera just fell. Um, I would say Mikola Marazuk, but um, that's actually Alex today, so I can't really say that. Um, but if you want to get in contact with me, uh, it's at 1927Dima on Twitter. And Eric, if someone wants to get into contact with you, how can they do that? 
Sure, it's at Libovich, L-E-B-O-V-I-C-H. And if you want to follow me, your host, you can find me on Twitter at Lushik7, that's L-O-I-S-Z-Y-K and the number seven, uh, no spaces and no capitals. And if you want to follow the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dinamo Broad, or you can also, and if you want to get to contact us, uh, contact with us, DM us on there, or you can even send us an email to dinamobroadpodcast at gmail.com. Well, that's all we have for this show. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time. If you ever get-